Okay guys, so you made it down to the third and final chapter of this DJ starting from scratch on the Entertainment Report podcast. And this is where things get a lot more personal with starting from scratch. This is where he gets into mental health a bit more. This you do not want to miss. So if you checked out part one and part two, this is the third and final chapter of DJ starting from scratch on the Entertainment Report podcast. So turn up your speakers. If not, turn up those headphones and enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. Yeah, if it was just music, you know you're gonna. We know guaranteed you're gonna come and listen to. Great I could have music. easily done already. these parties yeah. and just been like '90s party. Open the door. I know it's gonna ram. Yeah, good. Give me all your money mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, but again, I just and I also grew up with a lot of these people. You know, they trusted me for so long, yeah. and I've always been like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. For years, like I used to run up and down Caravana on Friday nights on the street, giving out like heavy cotton gilded shirts yeah. that I paid like thousands of dollars for <laughs> okay. and just run down and just here yeah. you you everybody and I had my team like Mike yeah. Malcolm all these guys would help me and we just thing I had whistles like Fox 40 whistles like what professional yeah. and I branded them and gave them out and towels and everything but it's a reflection of you if I'm gonna give you something absolutely I gotta make sure that it's quality because absolutely. it's a piece of me that you're walking away with absolutely you know what I mean people still have my shirts from 90s yeah that's crazy. Yeah, and it you know still I mean? like looks like brand new. Mm-hmm. That's so, so I've crazy. always been big on it. But that's the same way I treat my craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give you my best, mm-hmm. and this is what you're going to get out of me. Yeah, and that makes sense. That brings me to another yeah, point. Yeah, but not now. enough people do. They don't, <laughs> they don't get it sometimes. You know what I mean? It's, or if they get it, they don't care. They don't you know care. I mean? And that's really what it is. Everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't care. care. That's where something now brings me to another point where we're going to get a bit more serious. Because as a DJ, everybody sees you up there doing your thing, the parties going crazy and all that. But they don't know that feeling you get in the pit of your stomach. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> the pit of your stomach. When they say starting from scratch, two more. That turns on a different switch. I could never do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Pissed me off. I yeah. used to get mad at my friends when they used to do that. I was like, how do you guys do that? Yeah, no, to me, it's, you know what? I had some friends that I didn't know how to do it. I just went home, tried, tried, tried. <laughs> and now it's just a part of me. When you hear me do this, yeah, now it's on. You know what it's I mean? It's a good snap, too. <laughs> or you got to battle suspense because suspense has one of the, the hardest snaps I've ever heard. I'm ready. I'm ready. Suspense, I'm ready for you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you're talking about anxiety. Yeah. So here's the thing with that. Okay. I've literally been dealing with my whole career. Okay. But not knowing. But knowing. Fair enough. So when I say that, I recognize that now because I look back Mm -hmm. at my career and I'm like, a lot of things make sense. Why I don't like to be in a spotlight? Why I don't like being announced on on the mic before I start playing? Why Why I don't like being on stages? Yeah. But I had to do all this stuff. Got you. Right? And a lot of guys, like... It sounds so weird to say since I came out. <laughs> the utmost pause for that one. But um no, but since I since I made it public, yeah. um, I've talked to a lot of guys and mm-hmm. I've been like, think back yeah. to this party. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was supposed to play and I you saw me standing on the side of the stage and I was like, play some more. Yeah. Play some more. Mm-hmm. Play some more. I'm not ready yet. Play yeah. some more. Why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. But I didn't even consciously know that back yeah. then. Um for 
But now me thinking back, yeah, I've been dealing with that my whole career. And it's, you know, thankfully, I've been able to survive with it. Yeah. And been able to play along with it. Mm-hmm. But it's also held me back a ton, a shit ton. You think that that when you say held you back, how? Traveling, all yeah. that stuff. Not, okay. I'm not afraid to fly, yeah, oddly yeah. enough. <laughs> I love flying. Yeah. But just I turned down a lot of stuff because I knew what it would put me in. It will put you in a position that you don't want to be in. So before I go and do something I don't want to do, I'll just say no or I'm booked already. Yeah. Just leave it at that. Yeah. And then what would what happened in the early, like I never used to drink early on in my career. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Um, And then once I started drinking, obviously you get the liquid courage and I was like, okay, it just became habit. I would be like nervous and this, and then I'd be like, didn't matter to me. But again, consciously not thinking what I'm doing and you know so many times I was like passed out and hammered and playing piss drunk all the time and nobody saw this or even knew no people knew I was drinking Mm -hmm. but it was just everybody was drinking you're in a club nobody thinks of it like that right um but like I say all this changed my whole thinking on it changed since I made it public and realized my problem, right? Oh. So it's like thinking, I can think back 25 yeah. years and be like, okay, this all makes sense. Even because I didn't know what, I didn't know what, I didn't know one person that ever yeah. told me they had anxiety. Ever. What is, what is that? Ever, what is that? Right? You know what I mean? So it was just like, yeah, I'm there, like butterflies and mm-hmm. nervous and oh, I don't yeah. like this and I don't like that. And, yeah. I, and I was able to just, I was always able to like curve around it, you know, skate yeah. around it and be like, I don't like that, so I don't have to do it. Yeah. Or I don't want to be here, so I won't be here. Makes sense. I don't want to go there. I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this over time, I just, it was just, it was just regular. Drinking, playing, drinking, playing, yeah. drinking, playing. It goes hand in hand. I don't even think I can remember not drinking and playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it was just terrible. Like I would, thankfully... I was able to fucking perform right. drunk. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. And thankfully, I'm alive mm-hmm. driving. Yep. Wow. Because <laughs> there's yeah. two times that, that I sh- should have died. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't. Um, so, yeah, it's just over time. And it just, you know, I would play and I would get home and wake up the night. Never had hangovers. Okay. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I, I don't know why. Um, you know, and I would get home and I'd be like, I don't remember what happened yesterday. I don't remember anything after 12 o'clock. Yeah. And I played good. from 10 to 4. Yeah, not good. And I don't remember yeah. anything. Yeah. And I'd look through my Serato after and I'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> and everybody's that was like, oh, Yo, you though, killed yeah. it last yeah. night. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll t- I have to take your word for it. Yeah. And it just became too much. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the point. I had my, my tipping point. Like it, my anxiety just got worse and yeah. worse, which it, it obviously will because all it's I'm doing under is control. suppressing it for the few hours that yeah. I'm drinking. But the thing with me is like I don't have a taste for alcohol. I don't even particularly like alcohol, Mm-mm. and I don't social drink. Mm-hmm. Never have. Okay. If I'm not working, yeah. I don't drink. If okay. I'm not like like if we go out for dinner, like my wife would give me shit. She's yeah. like, we go out to the keg and I have wine. You won't even drink, but you'll drink with your friends at the club. I'm like, I don't yeah. like drinking. Yeah. I don't like the taste of alcohol. No. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I used to drink 
Mike's hard and then I would yeah. drink Rev and I would drink <laughs> Appleton and I would drink Jack good. and I would yeah. drink like and like chugging shit yeah. like but I didn't it didn't matter to me like it w- the only reason I was doing it mm-hmm. was just to be a different person yeah you know what I mean it's to just, get you in that zone yeah just to mm-hmm. be a totally different person and, and but it just got worse like it got I would be in you know I would travel and I'd be in my hotel room like before I'm even at the gig because yeah. I would start to get nervous yeah. so I'm trying to go to the gig drunk yeah. now you know what I mean? So it just got progressively worse, as any it always will. Mm-hmm. Think of this is twenty, almost thirty years of doing this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just got to the point where now I was getting shakes, mm-hmm. and I was you know getting extra nervous, and and I had that one time when I first made my first post was I did a small room in Montreal, mm-hmm. easiest gig. And I was just shaking, and I was like, I had to start like, drinking. Yeah, it's like Mark, get it under. And control. I got smashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I got on the plane. It was like seven in the morning, and I was still drunk. And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing, dude?" Yeah. You're like, 40, "I'm 45 years old, and I'm acting like I'm 20. I'm going home to my kids, and I'm gonna smell like like liquor." And yeah. I just started typing. <laughs> I was just fed up, and I just yeah. started typing, and I didn't even realize what I was writing. I hit send, and yeah. the plane took off. And when I landed, yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, oh, are you going to commit suicide? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not depressed. Yeah. I'm not depressed. Just a little anxious. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa. And Mm -hmm. then at the Yush in December Mm -hmm. was when it hit me Mm -hmm. the hardest it's ever hit me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't physically able to DJ. The funny thing, I was there that night. I was, I came and said, okay, Scratch and Specs is going to be there. Want to see, want to see Scratch. I've been a fan from 19, how long? So I said, okay, I want to see what Scratch is going to bring tonight. Okay, cool. So then I seen you were up there, you and Specs. I seen even one and two times you're showing in Specs, okay, play this. I thought you were just coaching him on the sideline, and you didn't play for that. Okay. I didn't really Nobody see what knew. it was. Yeah. Nobody knew. And I mean, I've always had such a huge admiration and love for Specs, but mm-hmm. that night alone, yeah. this it's changed it changed my view on him forever. Like yeah. he's he's above you know yeah. anybody else I can think of when it comes to DJs for mm-hmm. just for what he did for me that night, mm-hmm. I I've never felt that. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I had stopped drinking. Yeah. So I made a vow to myself, to my family, uh, to my wife, uh, that I was not. If I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do a cold turkey. Yeah. And it's been the hardest thing I've ever done. For sure. And I've struggled tremendously. I've mm-hmm. played the worst mm-hmm. I've ever played. You know okay. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just. I'm I'm just not myself yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Everything is different. The reason why I even brought this up is because you being such top tier, everybody's looking up, say, hey, this guy's good and everything. But it's just to make them see that you're also a human being also. Mm-hmm. I have all these amazing skills. I could do all of this. But I still feel stuff inside also. Of course. So and you I mean, guys might feel it also. Yeah. And I mean... It, it, it it's only a public thing, mm-hmm. right? Like I did the radio for years, yeah. never, never bothered me. Okay, you know what I mean. Ever, yeah. it it would just it would just be. I never drank when I did radio. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you can't never. go in there drunk. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just it 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 just it's just gotten to the point now where, like, I'm basically in the fight of my life, mm-hmm. and I know this is the only way I'm going to get better is if I take it on head on. Yeah. And like I said, the time at Yush. I literally put my hand on my computer and my body froze and my yeah. chest was so tight. My chest was so tight for four hours straight that the next day, mm-hmm. the next two days, I was like 
physically sore. Yeah. Like that's because how it was that tight. You literally could have picked me up like this that night. Like yeah. and, and put you'd me be down. stiff. Yeah. And nobody knew. Like everybody some guys even Jammin who's mm-hmm. behind me the whole night. Yeah. That didn't sound good either. Pause. <laughs> but he's like, yo, I just thought you were pissed off. Yeah. And I was no, like, I, I get I, it. I spoke to you that night. But I told just, Specs, I mm-hmm. whispered in Specs' ear, I leaned over to Specs and I was like, dude, I, I can't do this. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, my anxiety, I can't. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying and I can't. I would look at my screen, mm-hmm. it would look blank. And I went to I went to put as soon as I went to put my hand, it was like somebody was grabbing me and yeah. holding me. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I was I was I was like demolished. Yeah. Like internally, I was crushed because mm-hmm. this is my life. Of course. So now think about this being your life and somebody somebody you don't even know is like, you cannot do this anymore. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. This to me. real random person out of nowhere. And I was crushed and I just leaned over to Specs and I was like, I can't do this. He's like, no worries. Mm-hmm. I'll take He's this. like, go outside. I got you. And I was like, I can't go outside because mm-hmm. I didn't want to draw attention. Plus, yeah. I wanted to, I was, in my mind, I was like, you're going to do this for me. I'm going to do this for you. Got you. So I literally just stood there like yeah. just the get whole this, night. Get this night over, please. Yeah. yeah. And the next morning I woke up and I cried mm-hmm. like a baby because I was like, this is, it destroyed me. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody can understand how it feels. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure some people can, but when it really like, I was just like, I'm done. In my mind, I was like, I'm done. That's it. That may be the last gig mm-hmm. I ever play. Okay, so let's bring you back to thing here to Yush last Saturday at um, Boss. Mm-hmm. Listen, I seen you do some stuff. I said, this is a scratch I know. This is when I seen you perform, I said, this is a scratch I came for. That's why I didn't even talk to you till the end of the night. Mm. Didn't want you to see me. Didn't want to talk to you. I just want to leave you alone, talk to you. When I seen you do a trick with, um, this stood out in my mind, a trick with conscience, do something. Hmm. Where you change the pitch and then you looped it, do something, do, and then you mix something. Under. I said, listen, <laughs> this is why this is the man right here. You know what I mean? And again, remember, you're not seeing anybody in the in your mind. You're just doing this. You don't. You hope the crowd is reacting. But I remembered that hmm. that night. What I learned about starting from scratch: you're heavy on the echo, light on the scratching, but ten thousand percent vibes. Hmm. That's starting from scratch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean everything's everything's changed. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically starting from scratch right now, yeah. in all senses of the word. Okay. I've had to re. I'm I'm basically trying to retrain myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I just started therapy. I'm only like four sessions in. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's right now. I don't enjoy being out there. Okay. At all. But you're still. But again, because I guess you're so leveled all the time you're still amazing boss amazing i'm telling you what i see in saturday night it was so crazy this is a scratch i know mm-hmm. but again it's what i see is totally different than what you but feel. i'm not happy yeah and that's always the bottom line are you happy everybody wants to know how much money you're making how is your relationship going nobody ever asks are you happy no i'm not and like every every party i leave i'm not happy yeah you know, I think it's horrible. I think mm-hmm. I, I played shit. I mean, I do Get On Up, which is my favorite party to do. Mm-hmm. I play for six hours by myself. Yeah. And I okay. leave and everybody's like, hey, yeah. And I'm just, I have my head down and I'm like, okay, let's, mm-hmm. let's go home. Mm-hmm. I beeline out, gone, bang, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not happy. Yeah. Which is a crazy thing for me. So you're trying to get back to the stage of being happy. I have to. Yeah. 
I have to, or else I'm going to stop because I don't like what I'm doing right now. I'm not happy. Like I'm, I'm playing music and I'm like, don't play this song next. And the next thing I know I'm playing it. Like yeah. I'm doing things that are not in character for yeah. me and I can't survive like that because I, it's not me. And I never, it just goes back to me wanting to put out the best product. And I'm, I know I'm not. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Scratch. Listen, we could sit here for hours and hours. You know how many questions I have on oh, this iPad, right? Fire now? them off quick. <laughs> I'm in no this, rush. This is where I'm going to carry you to the rapid facts round. This is where I ask you some quick questions, and you just spit them out quickly. I might not be good at this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. You've been an amazing guest so far. What do you say? How, how has he been as a guest? Great. 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 He has yeah, to that. say that. What is he going to say? Shit? I'm sitting right here. <laughs> he could say he was good. He's cool. But you know what I mean? Big up Duke. Film stars, they're here taking care of the video and stuff. You guys will show see. yourself you know on the I mean? camera. Yeah. Okay. Let me hold the camera. <laughs> okay. You know what? Look, this is Duke right here. Pick you up go. yourself, you Duke. There all you right. Go. Film stars. Film stars. Right, they're taking Scratch care of. all day. I'll, I'll go back and say, like, from like what, '89 when I was in like grade nine, um, and bring up TKO and all yeah, those guys. Of course. You know what I mean, so back in those days, and specs. Rice and peas. Remember that name? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're going down for that one, Specs. <laughs> You're going down. All right, let's get into this quick. What's the wallpaper on your phone? My kids. Okay. What's the last thing you Googled? Mm, probably music lyrics. Okay. Fast food or home cooking? Home cooking. All right. When Not it, to say that's what I get all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to 90s, do you prefer 90s hip-hop or 90s R&B? Mm, to me, they go hand in hand, yeah. to be honest. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a decade like the 90s for R&B. Yeah. Um, and for both, I think. I think they could just... I just because I've always played them together, so yeah. they kind of always stick around. It's all together. the same. Again, goes back to the very first thing. And a lot of them go because all... a lot of the R&B was on hip hop beats and so forth. So I think they kind of goes hand in hand. Okay, so then let's go a bit deeper. Dancehall or Lovers Rock? Lovers Rock. Okay, makes sense. Who's the last person you called or text? Always my wife. All right. Last place you've been on vacation? Uh, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key word. Eh? Yeah. Uh, L.A. with the family. I don't really take vacations. So. Yeah. Okay. What's your hobby? Mm, besides playing with my kids, yeah. um, sports, yeah. hockey, badminton. All right. What's the last song playing in your car? I don't listen to music in my car. You don't listen? I listen to like Howard Stern and yeah. talk shows and stuff like that. Podcasts and those type of. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Very rare. Listen. Um, only when there's like. My wife or the kids in the car, then I'll yeah. listen to music. But Makes for the most sense. part, I don't. Makes sense. What's your favorite type of food? Greek. Okay. What's your favorite song of all times? Don't have one. You don't have one. Don't have a favorite song, favorite group, favorite uh, album. I can't. Why not? It's too much. Yeah. Too much. Th I can't narrow it down. I'll change my answer every three minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you give me one this minute here and then we'll worry about it two minutes no. from now? I won't you can't. Do it. I won't do it. Can't okay. Do it. What's yours? What's my favorite song? Um, it smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Really? Yeah, that favorite song of all times. I love that song. It's a great song. Yeah, amazing. Can't use that energy, but yeah. It's you understand. It's that. So energy. I see what you just said there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See how that what you just said is the reason I do my parties. Okay. Because I know 
you're not going to Crocodile Rock. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I know you're not going to those places, mm-hmm. but if I told you, I'm going to do this party mm-hmm. and we're going to play Nirvana, yeah. you'll come. 100%. That's what I'm talking about. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you just proved your theory. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. When it comes to West Indian food, do you prefer curry goat or oxtail? Oxtail all day. All day. All right. Very hard to find a good oxtail. <laughs> you're, you're right. One word or phrase you say too much? Fuck. <laughs> Especially just like that. Yeah. Nice little fuck, man. You know it's bad when my son's like, daddy, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you an early bird or a late owl? Now, yeah. early bird. All right. I guess the kids and stuff. I have no choice. Okay. When it comes to social media, what is your favorite platform and why? For my, like, release? For for you. what Whether you like to put out stuff, whether you like to consume it, whatever. I'm terrible on social media, so okay. I only use it for what it is. Yeah. Um, favorite, I guess, maybe Instagram. Yeah. I don't even look at Twitter. Yeah. And Facebook is just like a side chick to me, yeah. so I, <laughs> yeah, I don't use I don't use Snapchat. Yes, so he doesn't partake in that because she's a side chick. Yes, I don't uh, <laughs> like Snapchat. I, I don't, I'm not into any. You're not into all that. Okay. How has marriage changed you for the good or for the bad? For the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my wife is this. She's <laughs> she's changed everything really. Yeah. Like. She's my, you know, she, I don't even know the words. Yeah. Um, it's corny to say she's my rock because that's a typical thing. But she, I mean, she's just the one who keeps me on the straight and narrow. For you sure. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seek therapy or I wouldn't have gone to the doctor to get yeah. a checkup when mm-hmm. I turned 40 yeah. or I wouldn't have done these things because. Women, a good woman does that. Yeah. She's just, you know, she's the perfect compliment to me. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Last one here. Biggest regret in your professional career? Hmm. Give me a second with that one. <laughs> Biggest regret. Yeah. Um, you know what? There's going to be one more after this. Probably that I didn't take, because of, of my situations, probably that I didn't, you know, be that international guy that I was supposed to be. And, and, you know, I mean, I've got to do it through outlets like Russell and, and so forth, but... Mm-hmm. Probably to be, you know, I should have been Khaled. Okay. I I was right. I was primed to be that person. But your personality wouldn't allow you to be like that. Not Mm showboaty, but I'm talking big, like DJ. Like I should have been like anybody. I mean, I was primed to be. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, the country by the balls Mm -hmm. and I had everybody else watching and taking notice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I guess I just didn't, you know, take it. I'm not, don't get me wrong. When I say regret, it's not like I sit there and be like, Ooh. fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it it's a regret, but um, mm-hmm. I'm not sad about it. Yeah. I've managed to live a great life. And, and I'm Amazing. always, I, and the reason, another big reason for that too is just, I love Toronto so much yeah. and I work so hard to get to where I am in Toronto and I fought so many battles in Toronto and anybody that, that was DJing in the 90s and I'm sure it was probably worse in the 80s, mm-hmm. if you weren't the best, you know, you got shit thrown at you, you got booed, you got <laughs> like for real, rushed. For real. For real for you real. got all kinds of shit. So to be able to survive all that, mm-hmm. I really didn't want to have to go do all that again. Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? I was like, I've done so much here. Canada's easy. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got Canada. That's easy. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to have to go to the States and be the fifth guy on the bill and, yeah. and work my way. I, I just, I wasn't ready for that. Makes sense. And again, I never had anybody that was going to take me to these places either. Yeah. So I always had, yeah, I want to bring, excuse me, I want to bring you here and I want to do this for you, but typical music fashion doesn't happen. You understand. But yeah, I think that that, I think if I wish I had somebody that could have done that stuff for me. Mm-hmm. All right. As I said, I'm going to throw in two more here. Hit me. I'm not going anywhere. All right. We're doing this all night. <laughs> all right. Pause. Uh, <laughs> how much more battery life you got there? <laughs> Let's run it till it drops. We're going right. to Kramer this shit. All right. Good, good. Okay. When it comes to what's your proudest moment so far in your entire career? Um, I've had so many. Yeah. Uh, I think proud two proudest ones would be the fact that I get to tour with Russell, just because I'm proud of him. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, we started together basically, mm-hmm. and I'm so proud of him. And um, yeah, just the fact that I'm able to you know tour the world with him, I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the Usher thing, I'm very proud of too. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the way it happened, it only happened on the sole premise of me rocking the shit out of his party yeah Let's and making him dance all night into that usher situation mm-hmm. since we didn't touch it tell them about the usher situation um i mean i've told this story a bunch of times mm-hmm. um i was doing a friend's wedding mm-hmm. um who's no longer married <laughs> <laughs> that's but why if you, if you, but if you know the story the original story he puts the person's name in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> So we're just going to leave it out of this one here. I was, it was Director X. It's yeah. all good. Okay. Um, yeah, I did his wedding reception. It was in a small restaurant, mm-hmm. and Taj had told me, you know, Usher's going to be there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, he introduced me early on, and Taj was like, this is the guy I was telling you about. This yeah. is the guy I was telling you about. And I was like, okay, cool. This was right at the beginning. And then um, I was just playing, playing mm-hmm. music, probably like 70 people there. It was a really intimate thing. Okay. Um, and people were dancing, dancing. I didn't even know he was still there. Yeah. And then, um, Taj was like, yo, you see him out there? He's going crazy. And I was like, he's still here. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like sweating in his suit jacket off and like drenched. And then I knew he was there. So I was like, started doing some Usher (laughs) remixes. (laughs) Yeah. And then he kept looking back and he's like, and then the night finished and I turned to, I, I cut off the music and everything and I turned to the there and well he's like this high right. <laughs> so I turned and he was standing beside me and he was just leaning on the wall uh. and he's like uh, he goes what are you doing in in a few months mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know you tell me Yeah, <laughs> I just literally was yeah. I was like I don't know you tell me mm-hmm. and he's like because um, Taja kind of gave me a heads up like if things go well you never know he, yeah. maybe he'll want to bring you on tour so I was like okay cool so I said you tell me mm-hmm. he's like well I'm going to take you on tour I was like okay cool yeah and he's like, I'm going to line you up. And you talk to, his mom was his manager. He's like, talk to my mom. Hopefully, you guys can get it worked out. Everything worked out money-wise. Um, and this is, again, yeah. how I don't know enough about business stuff. Because <laughs> she, she was going to pay me. She wanted to pay me by scale. Because, you know, when you go on tour, the band and dancers, everybody gets paid by scale. They all kind of get the same rate, unless okay. you're the band leader. Okay. But you basically get a salary. Okay. It's not crazy money. Yeah. Nobody makes crazy money on tour. But it's just compacted because of how many dates. Yeah, and you don't really pay for anything on yeah. tour. You don't pay for your food, travel, all that stuff. But but I was like, no, 
I was like, you want me for how many? 15 shows? Yeah. I want, this is how much I charge per DJ gig. Mm-hmm. This is how much I want per show. Yeah. And she originally thought I said, that's how much I want for the the week or whatever. So she's yeah. like, okay, what is that? And I said, no. Yeah. I said, you got to pay me for each gig. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll call you back. Mm-hmm. Then they surprisingly <laughs> took it because I think I was the highest paid. Okay. Um. And he originally wanted me just to do what I do. Yeah. He's like, that was, he was doing the one night only tour, it was called. Yes. Strictly ladies in the crowd, they had mm-hmm. said. Wow. And he wanted me to come out half an hour before, just play music, and then the band goes on, yeah. done. I was like, okay, cool. So they called me. They said, you're going to have uh, rehearsals in North Carolina. Two weeks later, I'm there, rehearsal. He comes to me in the first day of rehearsal. Mm-hmm. He's like, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want you in the band. Mm-hmm. I was like, what does that mean? I've never <laughs> been in the band before. <laughs> He's like, what does that mean? I was like, he's like, I want you in the band and you're just going to be a part of the band. I'm not going to use in the intro. I was like, okay, cool. We're doing a thing. He's like, can you come up with a, can you come up with an intro for me? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I'll try. So we started doing stuff. He comes up to me again. He's like, okay, I want you to do a solo. Yeah. You're going to have a solo. I was like, okay. Nobody else has a solo in the group. Yeah. I'm the only one with a solo now. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you talk on the mic? Yeah. I was like, nope. <laughs> He's like, well, you have to. Yeah. I was like, I don't. Yeah. He's like, well, if you don't, someone else will. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fuck, I have no choice. Yeah. I'm calling my friends back home. I'm like, I don't think I could do this, guys. I don't know what this guy's. My friends are like, do it. Yeah. Just do it. Buckle down and do it. But again, this is all anxiety, all these things that I'm dealing with, but I mm-hmm. still didn't know. Put it together to understand yeah. what it was. So it ended up being that. I opened the show. I had my own solo for a minute and a half by myself, spotlight yeah. on me with the mic, the most uncomfortable situation I can ever be in. Yeah. Then I had a solo with Usher, just me and Usher. Okay. Where I was playing tracks that he wasn't performing, yeah. but he would sing along. And then I opened the encore mm-hmm. by myself. Okay. So I had all these things that I had to do. And it was just, it, it, hurt me so like i was so stressed and like i couldn't i wasn't myself yeah and i got to the point where i told him I, I can't do this yeah because and again it goes back to me also not being used to being a player in a band i'm not used to that i'm yeah. used to me being by myself doing yeah. what i want i'm not used to having to do the same thing same time every day yeah you have day 30 seconds yeah don't go 31 yeah don't go 29 30 seconds so Get i wasn't used to that. it yeah. and there was even a point where Usher was like, because he had this like weird intro where it was like him singing, but he wanted a beat to it. Yeah. So I was like, well, do, let's make the drummer play it. Yeah. He's like, no, I want you to do it. Yeah. So I had to find a beat. Yeah. So first show I do it, come back the next day, he's like, nah, I didn't like that one. Mm-hmm. So my internal instinct is like, motherfucker. <laughs> so I have to go find another one. But all this stuff is like yeah. stress and stress and stress. And yeah. then one day he said to me, you know, that was offbeat what you did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it was. I was like, no. And the band was all there. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. we went backstage and he, he came up to me. He's like, what's wrong? Yeah. Like he knew something was wrong. I was like, I can't. This is too much pressure. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. And he said the same thing to me. And I'll, it's always stuck with me. He said, you know, if you don't do it, I'm going to get somebody else that will. Yeah. And it, and it just it just always stuck on me. Like I was just like. Even though I always had that approach, anyways, mm-hmm. just to hear him say that to me, I was like, "Outside of the thought this is of the your business. mind," and it was just, "I wish it was longer." Mm-hmm. Are we done? You cut off? No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, cut off. But I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, 
I wish I had more time. Yeah. Because by the time I finally got into my groove, we were near the tail end. But yeah. it was he pushed me, literally pushed me to my ultimate limit, and it made me a stronger DJ, made me a stronger everything. Yeah. Like now, as much as I hate talking on the mic, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? As um, I said, I I could count probably three times I've mm-hmm. seen you talk on a mic. I mean, it's crazy crazy yeah he just he pushed me to my ultimate limit something i've, n- I've never had to go through before i mean mm-hmm. I've, I've toured with you know keisha shante and yep. jellystone and mm-hmm. a few of my friends before but they were friends yeah and they also had trust in me so i could kind of do what i wanted go to back do. to the scratch gets to do what he wants to do type of thing not so much i still have to play a role but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i was more comfortable because it was more relaxed like touring with russell mm-hmm. i could do anything yeah you know i mean he's just he's like go go do something yeah make it happen yeah so just it, it was just a whole different environment, yeah. you know what I mean? And I mean to those guys, it's all regular because mm-hmm. that's the tour life. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. If you don't do it, I'm gonna get someone else right now. And it's like next day yeah. you're gone, bang, bang, yeah. bang. It's cutthroat. Yeah, in and out. Um, but it was an amazing experience. I mean, to, when we did the show at Government at Cool House, it was it was beautiful. Like yeah. my family, with my mom was there. Like and just to be, you know, I'm with Usher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, think about and, and that. You get to, and you get to, uh, again, as you said, your mom and everything, they're looking at you on stage. Yeah. Right? And this nobody had Usher. really done that. I mean, yeah. A-Track was with Kanye. Mm-hmm. But besides that, nobody was really, you know what I mean? Nobody from our country had ever really had that chance. Yet. We didn't really get to that level of not stuff with yet. Not with an artist like that. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I, I, it was it was a shit ton of pressure. Yeah. Um, not to say I would handle it better now. But I could figure out ways to handle it better now. Got you. You know what I mean? More like, tools. Yeah. yeah. I was just kind of thrown into it before and didn't know what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. And I struggled immensely, mm-hmm. but I still did it. Makes sense. You know what I mean? And now I think I would be able to sit back and be like, how do I calm myself down? And how can I do this properly and know my role? And I, I would be happy to do it again yeah. this time. Because you have the tools and you understand it. Yeah. Last question here in the Rapid Facts. Kid Capri versus Jazzy Jeff. Who do you have and why? They they can't battle because they're two totally different types of DJs. Reese, what do you mean? So, like, Capri isn't technical at all. Okay. Um, sloppy. Yeah. But an absolute animal. That's why I always cite those guys as my two... Um, Idols, really, yeah. and they're the two I modeled myself after, but I just took pieces of both. Got you. So, I mean, Jazzy Jeff, still the smoothest, the most technical, anything. Yeah. But he's not hype like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he won't get you to your ultimate, ah! Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can't touch him with other stuff. Yeah. Like, to DJs listening, they'll understand when I say it's it's little things like recovery. Yeah. And stuff like, I'm a technical guy, so... I've seen him, you know, make mistakes and catch it before anybody would ever notice. And like those kind of things you stick with me. Of course. And those things always stick with me. And I've always just, I've always just sonically, even on record, like he's always been the smoothest to me. Okay. Um, And Capri, it was just from the first time I saw him, I was in awe. I was like, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, he didn't even play one record yet. And the crowd was going ape shit. Mm -hmm. Just his voice and. He, as soon as he came on the mic, he was like, ah! Real New York presence. He just basically, anybody that was before him didn't matter at that point, and anything after yeah. was all him. Yeah. And that's something I adopted very early, and I was like, I don't care what I do. Yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. 
but I need to do that without this. Yeah. So how do I make that happen? You know what I mean? And that's how, that's what really created my aggressiveness when I DJ. Mm -hmm. Like the hip hop songs of this bang, or you heard me with the yeah. reggae on like bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang. You know what I mean? Like this, like Make continuous you, punches you're in the get face. This work, yeah. yeah. So that's what he really. I mean, he's really the birth of that in me. And then Jeff is just the technical smooth side of me. I was just like, even though those none, both neither of those guys are mixers. Yeah, mixing yeah. has always been my thing. And that's uh, I find to be a real Canadian thing. Canadian DJs and it's a lost start. In, it's a lost start. That is true. It's you a lost start. I mean? Yeah, I mean that's due to technology, lack of interest, not lack of knowledge. Yeah, that's all the guys that were playing when I started mm -hmm. were all mixers. Yeah, you, you know had what I mean. To be. That you was had a Canadian way. But that's and, and mm -hmm. but that's why even our sh our bottom tier shitty DJs mm -hmm. can dust any of those guys yeah. out. Yeah. And but we've always been known as that. Mm -hmm. DJs hated coming to Toronto. Yeah, they were always aggressive on the mic, mm. but we were always aggressive on the turntable. Yeah, that was that was where Capri is your ultimate US DJ. Yeah, ultimate. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> he's your atypical yeah. US DJ. Mm -hmm. Aggressive on, but the he mic. can rock. Yeah, he can rock. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Wow, um, crazy. Yeah, but yeah, you can never put those two together. Like it wouldn't from, be fair. Okay, from a, especially from an outside perspective and i mean i get that we've hit the end of the rapid facts round now the floor is 100 yours anybody you want to big up anything you want to tell people anything you want to say because i'm not going to hit you with a typical hey what do you plan in the future because i know that answer already you're not great at planning five years from now that's or, not or tomorrow thing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah floor is yours big up showed up leave your contacts anything floor is uh, yours right now scratch let's put it on the screen yeah <laughs> Just, uh, you know, same people I mentioned, my family, mm -hmm. always first, um, my SFS ENT team, mm -hmm. you know, Tim, Tim and I are partners, we do everything, mm -hmm. pause. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, all the people that work with us, Tracy, Troy, Bones, Tough Cat, who's been with me forever. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting? Arctic, I'm trying to think of my, Conrad, Byron, mm -hmm. Nunu, T. That's my team. Yeah. So anything we do, we incorporate the team and everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just, you know, like I say, I'm never going to stop. Yeah. I'm going to try not to stop. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm just struggling. Yeah. So. Under your logo has an infinity sign. You can't stop. You're absolutely correct. And I can't I mean, stop. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to keep creating new lanes, keep creating fun events for people. And. I'm just going to try to, you know, land on my feet again yeah. and try to find my happy place. And, yeah. and, you know, I hope I hope I can do it sooner than later I, before I continuously lose taste for what I'm doing right now because mm -hmm. there's no worse feeling than going to work and not having fun at work. 100%. And especially that's how you built your career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't go to a nine to five, nine to five job and, oh, man, I hate it. I can't wait till 4.59 so I can pack up and get out of here at 5. That's not how your life is. You know what I mean? So I get it. But scratch, we're rooting for you. As I said, when it comes to skills, that's that's not even a question. I seen what you did Saturday night. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Amazing, amazing, amazing. You know what I mean? Scratch, let me tell you something. You actually hold a record now for the longest podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that was going to happen. And I got oh. so much more to say. <laughs> I got so much more to ask. Okay, how about this? On ear, can I ask you, can we do a part two eventually? Sure. All right. 
Scratch, it's been amazing. Duke, how was it? Dope. <laughs> dope, eh? Dope. Crazy. Everybody's gonna learn so much. Your openness, how you were just interactive, amazing scratch. Thank, Thank you. you so very much for coming through. Again, this is Muscle for another Two Line Music Hut Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out for now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. <laughs> <laughs>